preach what we have to preach. Have the maximum impact. Yeah. Wow. Tell somebody, let's go where we have to go. Preach what we have to preach. Have the maximum impact there. Amen. Pastor Bernard, you're supposed to have the maximum impact in the Yenem. Are you having the maximum impact? Hmm? Those of you from Ishiaeso and from Tetegu. Eh? And where else? <laughs> Tutuka. Wawase. Eh? Enyimadukrum. And all the so, so, so. Akaporiso. Pomposo. Kabrafosu. Nyameso. Enshaeso. Sanso. Bidieso. Eh? Apitiso. Hey. So all the so, so, so. These are rivers. Are we having maximum impact there? So we, 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 we need to check ourselves because many of us, we are so happy with just the two or three people that is coming to your Basenta meeting. But the question is, if God should come, Christ should come and ask about that area he has given to you, Mensa Chrome, are you having maximum impact or is just some three people that you are reaching? So may the Lord help us. May the Lord help us, you know, and you're not just shouting amen, but we are also taking steps. Yeah. Anyway, Father, we thank you so much for tonight. We ask for your spirit to be with us. Help us, oh God. Thank you. Holy Spirit, guide us into all truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Well, last week we started talking about the ministry. Is it work or rest? Do you remember? Oh, I said, do you remember? How many of you were here last week? How many were not here last week? Wow, just like half the church. <laughs> so we are just running a shift. People come today, they won't come the following week. Some come this week, it's like, I've come some, so you two, you two come some. The church has become like some, uh, whatever. Hey. So, I pray that you will be a consistent church attendee. Amen. That you don't come today and tomorrow you, you want to just do something else. Hmm? It's like I've given my quota for the week. It's okay. God should take it like that. All right. So, we started looking at ministry, whether it is work or rest, and we established the fact it is work because we saw many things and even scriptures that proves that it is work. Jesus said, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And we said that in Ghana here, if you use the word laborer, that means it's a very hard work. You know, so if the Bible refers to us as laborers, then that means that the work that we are doing is a hard thing. Many people have not seen it that way. That's why sometimes we just relax. Because it's like, oh, I mean, it's just some ordinary something that we are doing. But it's hard work. Those of you who were here last Sunday at the shepherd service when we preached about taking territories, a territory-taking ministry, we saw that. We put it on the page. Did you see? Have you started listening to it? I don't know what you're waiting for. We bring the thing to you, eat it to you, eat. Hey. So what should we do again? When we say go and get the food, you won't do it. Go and get the kinky and fish and whatever. Sit down. You won't eat. You won't go for it. So now we have gone for the kinky, gone for the fish, for the pepper. He said, now eat it. And also, so it's a problem for you. 
Charlie. No, but we, we have to really change you. We have to set up because this attitude of serving God, is, is, that's not how God is served. Mm. Yeah, I'm not used to that. So it, it makes me always, if, if there's going to be a problem between you and I, it's, it's going to be this all the time. And you see that I'm always on you and you wonder that, ah, why? What small church we are attending that you are worrying us like every day you are asking us, where are you? What are you doing? Where are you? Eh? Some of you, you have been asking that question, isn't it? You think I don't know the, the thoughts that are going on in your mind. So, uh, this bishop alone, every day his church, church is on us. But that is what I know. That is what I grew up with. That is what has kept me. Yeah. Because you see, as soon as you have too much time on your hands, the devil will find something for you to do. Oh, you, you just tried. Just don't come to church. Just come only on Sundays and watch. You will see that a whole lot of things will start coming into your life. And your life will be different. Yeah. We are still in the church today because our whole life is church. I mean, if I, if I move, I don't have any other thing I do. It's just church. But you have a lot of things. You have uh, whatever club, this club, keep fit, this, that, that. And that is why you keep backsliding. Yeah. But when you come deep into God and you are so deep in him, you don't have time for any other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's it. You are there. Am I talking to somebody? Especially young people, because you have a lot of energy. Energy to do so many things. It's like when you are sitting there, you are not comfortable. You have to get up and do something. Move. So you are moving. So if you have a lot of energy, bring it. Come and play drums. Come and lead worship. Join dancing stars. Dance and sweat. Yes. Join the choir. Join some. Do a lot of things in the church. Yeah. You will see that your life will be kept, you'll be protected. Yeah. Young ladies. Are you listening to me? Young ladies in the church, because quite a number of you are very, very active. Or you don't you don't enjoy what I'm saying. You are very active. Very active. And we have to try and calm you down. If I had my way, I'll always bring the ladies into the church. Don't go anywhere. Because when we leave you small, when I'm woke up. It's not a simple thing, no. Yeah. When you find a lady who is not married in the church, it's like problem. You have to keep your eyes. Hey, hey, stay here. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, we are talking about ministry, whether it is work or rest. And we are saying that the thing is work. Something is a fight. You need to fight. You need to work hard. Yeah. If we don't work hard, I'm telling you, the whole church will collapse. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. That is what will happen. If we don't work hard and we just, we are lazy, we relax, and we just assume that, oh, the, the people who come, souls who just come to the church, we are joking. We are joking. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that Even the people who produce key soap and um, uh, whatever, Guardian and Dark Bar Soap and all these people, they all know that you don't just sit down. No. If you sit down, the whole thing will collapse. So they are actively working, making adverts, pushing the thing, taking it out. You see them moving, 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 carrying things all over the country, moving, sending soap, this, that, that, that. Promotions, they are doing promotion. Buy one bar soap, and when you open it, there's a key inside. When you take the key, it's everything to do to make the thing work. It's sad that the church is not like this, not doing that. We need people, young people who come up with ideas. Can we do this? I created a group. 
ready at 20 just to see that the young people can be innovative and come up with things to win more young people, but they are just there. They are even looking older and behaving in an old way, more than the older ones. Some of us are even younger. We, we, we are behaving more in a younger way than the young people. It's true. See young people, they come to church. They, they look tired, sleepy. Ah. Charlie, when we were your time, wonder. We, we were not just looking tired like this all the time. When I look at you people, it's like, ah, what kind of tiredness is this? Because when we come for Tuesday service, the Tuesday service is just the prelim so. The main meeting is starting at 10 o'clock with Bishop Dag. We are starting at 10 and we are ending at 5 a.m. Yeah. So when you have come and everybody, is, we, 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 are, we, are, we, are, we are now starting. It's like, you know how when they start the film trailers, they are showing. The, the, the preaching, Tuesday preaching is the trailer. We are waiting for the main meeting. Now you see, before we can't even have any other meeting. When we look at your faces, no, let's cancel the meeting. You know, but maybe that's also not good. We are spoiling you people. It's, it's bad. It's bad. We are too soft. That's the thing. Too soft. That's about Christianity. No, but Christianity is not supposed to be like that, too. And that is why the Islam, this thing, will be moving fast like that. And Christianity will be there because the people are working hard. And we are just sitting down. It's like, oh. It will just happen. It will happen. What will happen? What will happen? Nothing will happen. The energy you must give to God, you are giving to other things. So when you come to God, you look so tired. And that's what the Bible says, I seek ye first. Not second. Not third. Not fourth. Not fifth. But first. The kingdom of God. Let it be your priority. Let it be the first. Give everything to it. So that when you, are, you have some left, you can give to other things. But if you will have some left. Because if you are really into church and into God, there's no... Most of the time, by the time I'm, I'm going, I'm so tired. Very tired. When I arrive home, I'm just sleeping. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be driving, I'm sleeping. <laughs> So tired, tired for doing what? Doing church work. Sometimes I can be counseling people, then I'm sleeping. I'm so tired. So this work that we are doing, let's see it that way. And 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 behave in the way that Jesus wants us to be. If he calls us laborers, then we must truly be laborers. Oh, you don't like what I'm saying. So, last week, we started looking at five characteristics of work. I mean, if we say ministry is work, then what makes it work? That is what we are looking at. And we started looking at three things. We looked at three things. Number one, we said ministry work has working hours. Are you getting it? So, we are expected to be working. And every job has its working hours. Just as the pilots have their working hours, they go in the evening sometimes, in the morning, sometimes at dawn, sometimes midnight, you know. You know, the last time you were flying abroad, oh, you will be there. The first time I traveled, I was on KLM. I mean, in the night, 10, 11, we were about to take off. As I was looking outside, I said, hey, you'll be there. <laughs> See that traveling. But we are used to traveling in the morning. In the morning. Now we are traveling in the night. And you are in the air, moving, moving. That's the pilot's time. The banker goes in the morning, 8 o'clock, closes at 5. 
We were talking last week to some taxi drivers. Some say they go in the night. Different times. Everybody in their time. The church also has its time. And for us, because the people we deal with are not available all the time, but there are certain times that they are available. We need to work at the time that the sheep are available. And they are available in the evenings during the weekdays and then the weekends. So every person, every shepherd, your working hours is weekday evenings, Saturday and Sunday. That's your working hours. So when we find you doing something else around those times, you are not serious. You are not going to work. You are expected to report at work. Then you are walking around some other place. Maybe you are selling in your newly opened shop that you have. Are you there or decided to go back home? Yes. So, there are things we are expecting you to be doing. Fellowshipping. Going on visitation, outreach. These are the times that you can do those things. Because sometimes we ourselves, we also go to some other work. (laughs) So, we need to also be free before we can do these things. Secondly, we said ministry um, work consumes a large amount of time. And I said that anything that is successful has a lot of time hidden in the background. You have no idea. Anybody you see who is successful, whatever he is doing, he spends not less than 12 hours. Yeah. If he goes to work at 8 most likely will close at eight. Anything that is working in a certain way. So when you don't put time into the thing, it doesn't work. So in the same way in the church too, if we don't put time into it, it won't work. The percentile work, you don't just do some 30 minutes and say, I have done some. Mayebi. I've done some. 30 minutes. The 30 minutes will produce 30 minutes kind of results. You will not have the needed results you have. We must put in more time. More effort. More time. That is why we keep doing it. We've done it today, but we're going to do it again tomorrow. Put in more time. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. We can't just do visitation. Small, then we stop. We have to do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. More time. If it's prayer, we have to put in more time. And that's why in the coming month, we're going to have 30 days of all-night prayer meetings. Hey, Bishop, how can we be coming for all night? Everybody will have the opportunity to come once in a week. Because you will come on the day you were born. You don't like the day you were born. You want to change the day you were born. People don't like the day they were born. They are trying to change their names. It's good exercise. Once a week. You know, there are some things when you haven't done it before, when people are saying it, you watch them, it's like, what are they talking about? You must be able to say, listen. You people, when we were going to church and we were, <laughs> we were praying on the day we were born, where were you? You know, you'd be saying and be talking in a certain way. Yeah. When we were on campus, we used to go to Pajo. How many of you know Pajo? Pajo is the stadium, Kumasi the Tech Campus Stadium. We used to go there every night. I'm telling you, without fellow. It doesn't matter what you are doing. 10 p.m. to 12 midnight. 10 p.m. to 12 every night. And one used to think that, yeah, what is this? What is this? But today when I'm talking about it, you see, I talk about it with a certain excitement. It's like, yeah, I have achieved something that you have not achieved. Yeah. 
My stay on campus was night prayer, 10 to 12, midnight. I remember there used to be some guys, they would go and they, they used to go inside the pitch, the, the center circle. They go and stand out the center where they pass the ball. <laughs> That's it. They used to call it potent ground. Potent ground. The brother called Kanye, brother Kanye, and some other group of people. I mean, every time you arrive, they are there. They, they are always there. <laughs> you think they are frogs. They are there. You, can, you hear them over there. And they do well. Kanye was an architect. My wife also did architecture, so she knows him very well. They were doing very well in architecture. They were not people who were, they were very brilliant people. But you see them always, constant. Hey. Theo Kanye, they have a group, they go, village evangelism. Hey, Charlie. His eyes are always red. I've never seen him that his eyes, every time his eyes are red. Amen. When he sees me, Fabian, Fabian, Fabian. You know, but these are things you have to learn to go through. But you have to put in time. Time. When you see people, their lives are in a certain way, even their Christian life is a certain way. It's it's because of the time that they have put into their Christian life. Time for prayer, time for Bible study. Because some of us, we don't even do any Bible study. Time for quiet time. But you sit down. It will show. The effect of it will show. Yeah. If it's a relationship that you are with somebody, you spend time together, it will become a better relationship. So that is how our Christian life and the ministry work is. So the way we are just putting in small time, what I'm saying is that it will not produce the results that we are looking for. And you will even say amen. The 2,000 members, including all the important people for our lives, it won't just happen all. With this type of small time that you put inside, and you don't have time at all, you, you go and sleep. It will not produce it. And pastors, eh, you have left the people, oh, you have left them. You have left them. Yeah. You have left them. That's why they can just do whatever they want to do. If we are calling you to come, come for shepherd's meeting, come for the, because we want you to put more time into the thing. And by the way, some of the things, too, there's a season for it. Yeah. We don't know how long it's going to last. Shepherd service, how long it's going to last. We don't know. I don't know how long I'll be available to be doing that. Yeah. At least it's one of the things we know in this church that, Charlie, you can be transferred at any time. You can be moved at any time. Yeah. So if there's something to learn, do it. Give it your time. We don't know when it's going to go away. So, time. You have to give time to it. Are you there? Yeah. This visitation, you have to give time. Whatever you are doing, you have to give time to it. Sometimes you see choristers, they won't come early. And then they are coming to give small time to the singing. You come and stand here, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be sheen the song. Yeah. You see, you can see, as they start singing, like I said, ah, at the time, they come in the When there's enough time in the thing, it shows. The song, everything counts. If they are giving a song, listen to it, listen to it, soak it. They will not listen, no. They will not listen. Then the day of the rehearsal, that's when they are coming to listen to it. That, that, that's not how to do it. And it's the same thing. That you have given, been giving messages to listen. Give me a message to listen to. That one too, you will listen to it. Oh, but I think we are going to force you people to do things. So. When a child doesn't want to eat, you hold the nose. Eh? You hold the nose and then you raise him and put the food inside. Minute, 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 minute. I think that's what we are going to do to you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because if we don't do that, you will, you will spoil on us. Is that the next generation that is coming? We are not sure. Then we are the ones. Bible says that the things you have heard of me, the same commit unto faithful men who will be able to commit to others. Everybody is supposed to affect four generations. Yeah. When you look at Bishop Dag, you can see he has affected our generation. And there's another generation after us before the first lab. The first lab people, they were the people who were, we gave birth to them. Yes, my daughter is in first lab. So, there's another group after us. Because we come after Bishop Dag. Then there's another group after us. Because they were born when Bishop Dag, them so were and then our own, which we gave birth to the next. So, everybody must affect four generations. Yeah. The things you have heard of me. So, I have preached it to you. The same, commit to faithful men who will be able to commit to others. Four generations. Yeah. So, if there's nothing at all, the people you must affect are the ones who are yet to be born. And the ones who are even born already, you are not reaching them. How much more the one yet to be born? So if we don't set up to do this work well, that we are going to have something that is lasting. One day when you go out of this earth, there must be something that is showing that you were here. People should know that there was somebody like you here whose life and ministry affected many people. Don't just leave the earth and go without leaving your footprints on this earth. And it will not just happen by you just being there and relaxed and not giving time to the thing. You are making me, today's preaching, I haven't started today's preaching, I'm just going over last week's things. The third reason why ministry is work is that ministry work expense, energy, and money. Money. And we are saying that we need to put in money. We need to put in energy. We need to put in strength. We need to put in effort. You cannot just expect that you don't put in any effort and a thing will work. You have to put in a lot of effort. And of course, money. And I was telling you last week that we must get to the point where we are trusting God to bless us. And not that we are going to get money out of. People rather want the church to give them money for playing the keyboard. Yeah. The church should give you money for playing drums. Then we'll be here, Ralph, and this guy will come and tell us we should give them money to tune the volume, increase the volume. Doesn't this sound absurd? God has blessed you, giving you life. Then look at what you are sitting there saying. They should pay you. You remember the story I told you last week about my wife's cousin? Yes. God will just do something small to you. You see that. A power power that you are making, you know, is, is nothing. Yesterday he was flashing my wife. I said, uh, this guy, he doesn't know that I've been telling his story in church. So, believe God to bless you. Whatsoever you do, believe God that God will be the one to bless you. Ephesians 6, 8. When God is blessing you, my brother, it will be more than you can carry. And in this church, we believe in that type of prosperity. We don't believe in the prosperity where you are, whatever. We believe in the prosperity that we will work for God, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. We believe in you shall serve and he shall bless. That's what we believe in. And that must be your mindset. That as I am serving God, Charlie, believe it to have that testimony too. Hmm? Priscilla, believe it to have that testimony that I serve God and God bless me. 
He blessed me with a car. He blessed me with a house. He blessed me with something. A good wife and a good husband. Yeah. But it's because I was serving God. Let God be the one to reward you. It says that we, we should not be, be, be tired, but he will, he, will, he, will, he will bless you. It said, be steadfast, unmovable, un, unshakable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Yes, once it's in the Lord, it will not be in vain. Maybe in the world, you may think that you work, you do, uh, what do you call it? Over time and other things, they don't give you the money. But in God, every overtime, every whatever you give, it will be rewarded. To be rewarded. Number four. The fourth reason why ministry is work is that ministry work is repetitive and regular. Repetitive and regular. The same thing. <laughs> over and over and over. I guess sometimes it's the reason why some people can't do it. Because there are some people they can't stand repetition. The same thing. The same thing. But that is what it is. Every work that you do, that is what it is. You should have this man. When he wakes up in the morning, he goes to his shop, opens the door, Goes in, people make orders, this, that, that. And it just, it's the same thing. And Margaret, isn't the same thing you do? Give her a microphone, let her tell us. It's the same thing. If you think that I'm just saying something, look at these guys, they, they want to give them money before they come. Every day, the same thing. You can almost predict how your day is going to go. Because the same thing. When you wake up in the morning, then you go, you go to the office. Eh, Margaret, what happens? Yeah, I go to the office sep- seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Seven thirty, we have a meeting. Mm-hmm. Nine o'clock, we close. We go for our normal work. We go for inspection. We go and do um, like routine, normal work. That's Monday morning. Monday morning, Tuesday, same. We go for meeting. At 7.15, close, for 9 o'clock, yeah, everyday meeting, o'clock. yes. Go for inspection, go again to, the, to check the plants and Amen. take samples, take the sample, same, thing. same thing. Wednesday, Wednesday. meeting, meeting 7.15, 9 o'clock, o'clock. inspection, <laughs> same. Saturday, same. Saturday, same. That is it. Eh? Priscilla, isn't it the same with you? Yes. You, you think that is the ministry is something that is different. Eh? When you go in the morning, what do you do? Early in the morning, we go to school. Go, to go school. for assembly. Go for assembly. Classes start. We class start three. The same day. Every day, the same day. Do you day. also sing that song? We are marching <laughs> to our class. I don't know even where that song came from. And no more to return. Meanwhile, you return every day. Then you go for classes. You go for the this thing. And then what else you teach? First period, second period, break time. Break time. We go for break. We come back. back. We go back uh, to our teaching. We go for break again. And then we close. We close. Then you go back. You go home. Then you come back again. In the morning, we are marching to our class. <laughs> the same thing. But I don't know why when it comes to the ministry work, we don't want to do the same thing. It's that the ministry work there is boring. But it's also the same like any other work you do. We come into the same thing I do. I wake up, I pray. <laughs> You go, visitation, go and visit somebody. Come, sit down, do study, come, prepare, preach, go, answer calls, do the same things. Same thing. And it's the same thing. Prayer, 
visitation, counseling, interaction. That's all we do. We do the same thing over and over and over. And that is how work is. So if any other work is like that, then the ministry is also work. And that is why we must look at it that way and attend to it in that way. The way you wake up in the morning, you dress, you go to work and do the same routine. In the same way also, have the mind that every evening or whatever, I have to go for visitation, go to this house, go to this place, come back, do follow up, do this. Same. Nothing new. If you like, ask anybody who has been a Christian for a long time. They will tell you it's the same thing we have been doing. Same. If you like, go to the church of Pentecost here. Go and see the pastor and ask him. He will tell you. It's the same thing. Sometimes you come and sit down. People come and tell you their stories. Who says, our story? Sometimes all the stories, you have heard it over and over and over, so you know how the story is going to end. So, you, you want to finish the story for the person, but they know. They want to say their story. You have to sit down and listen. Okay. This is the thing. This, that, 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 that. Same. By nature, all real work is repetitive and regular. If the ministry is work, then it will have features which make it repetitive and regular. Sometimes you may be bored, but you just have to keep on doing the work. Praying, visiting, counseling, interact. Ah, where are the books? We should have bought the books. Listen, we have the books. Anybody who doesn't have it, you can, you can buy. Bring the books quickly. Go and get it. You know, it's just 20 gathers. And you people have gone to make arrangements to get the Macarius. People are asking for it. They want it. Nobody is getting it for 300 cities. I brought it here. You are not getting it. It just has to go. It's just sad. And some of you, we spoke to you sometime in October that put some money down, put some money down. By now, February, you would have bought it. You have chopped all the money in your mouth. Mouth. Hmm? Chewing kebab and, and uh, sausage. Gizzard. Pizza. They have pizza here too? Here they have shawarma here? Hey, hey, that this is our compound. Things are happening here. Watermelon drinks and things. So bolo, sodium bolo oxide, all that. Yeah, all that. people are enjoying the money instead of buying a book. Yes, if you buy credit. Credit cry to get finished. But the book will be there forever. Yeah. To affect the next generation and the next generation. Hey. Mm. So, it may be boring, but still keep doing the same thing. Same thing. You come to church. Come and stand. Sing. The same thing. <laughs> All right, many pastors don't pray much because they feel it's repetitive and boring. But when prayer becomes your work, you will have to repeat your prayers and you will have to pray regularly. When visiting becomes your work, you will have to visit repetitively, repeatedly, and regularly. There is a difference between, uh, between what? A social visit to a friend's house and a pastoral visit. Pastoral visits must be conducted repeatedly by shepherds. Shepherds must intentionally go to the homes of their members on regular basis. And there are some people you have to even go more times the way their life is. <laughs> you cannot just go once and twice and leave them. You have to go in there all the time. Because the way their life, if you don't go there a lot, you, you miss them. 
You know somebody like that. They didn't come to church. The same things that you do, giving, tithe, offerings, the same thing. No one ever told me what to do in ministry. I have naturally, naturally wanted to pray, to visit, to counsel my people. Now that our church is much bigger, I feel deprived when I'm not able to know all my sheep personally. And it's, and it's a very wild thing that Bishop is saying. Because sometimes, when you can know people, you know, every person, the limit to which you can absorb, even to keep names, is 70. Yeah, it has been proven scientifically. So 70 people that you can actually really, an excellent mind, you know, to be able to really remember their names and have a certain business. 70. So, pardon? If your mind is Tiwi, that means that you know, like seven people that you can. So some of us, you should be checking the way you can't. Maybe your mind, it weren't good at the time. <laughs> yeah. So, if I'm really going to do well and pastor the people well, then I must concentrate on about 70. That I can remember their names, be able to think about them, pray for them and all that. Then another pastor must also take another 70. Another person must also take another 70, another 70. Then we can build a mega church. But if one person is supposed to handle everybody, you cannot. And you will tend to forget all their names. And you can't do a good work. How about you, pastor? Every day you can't remember my name. Because the pastor is having too many names to keep into, in his head. Oh, some of you, you don't understand what I'm saying. Has it occurred to you that I can't remember your name sometimes? Yeah. Because too many names to keep in the head. So sometimes it's those who force, I'm at a force to force skin, bring themselves, bring themselves, bring themselves, then we remember their names. Yes. But if you don't force skin to bring yourself, every time when we see you, ah, you say your name again. <laughs> no, we just, <laughs> we just said we can't remember your name. Now, if you are seated here and every time when I look at you, I can't seem to remember your name, know that you are not doing something right. <laughs> you are not forcing now because I have so many people. I'm supposed to have 70, but the people who are helping me are not, so I'm happy to have everybody else. You know? So, Bishop is saying that now the church is large, so other people must also take the thing. But he wishes that he can have everybody and remember everybody's wedding, whatever, but it's also not easy. I struggle to know their names and to remember who they are. But it's almost an impossible task. I wish I knew all their homes. It's not easy. I wish I could attend all their important family events. It is a natural desire. Anyone who is a true pastor has what I call a natural care and does not need to be supervised. You know? So, anything that you're doing... Um, you know, so don't we all go to work when we don't feel like it? Eh? Maggie, sometimes don't you feel like not going to work? Especially Monday morning. So, ah! It has come again. How many don't like Monday mornings going to work? A lot of people don't like Monday. Me too, I didn't like Monday mornings at all. Ah! The week has ended, though. We are going again. And it takes a long time for the Monday to finish before Tuesday will come. Yeah. So, if we go to work, even though we don't feel like it, then the ministry too must do it, even though we may not feel like it. Amen. And sometimes, some of us, we are used to, you go here small, and then you stop. And you go and work here small. You know some people like that. Ladies are good at staying at a place for a long time. But guys are not. Guys are always looking for money. When they work here, small, no, there's not enough money. Let's go to another place and go and work there. No, this one is not working. Then they go. So sometimes we bring the same thing to the church. 
I said, yeah, you're visitation. Like it's okay. Let's go and do another. Then you're just moving. <laughs> but it's the thing you stay at and you do for a long time. That's when you are rewarded and you are promoted. So, may God come and find you still doing the work that he has called you to do. Not that you have left it and you have gone somewhere. It's like, I'm tired of the visitation. Let me try another thing too and see. We are not going to try another thing. It's the same thing. Finally, ministry work is supervised or unsupervised work. Okay? Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6. And I am closing. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6. It said, go to the ant. Thou sluggard. Sluggard is a lazy person. Slow person, Akwajuro. Consider her ways and be wise. So what are we going to consider about the ants? Verse 7. It says that, which having no guide or overseer or ruler, verse 8, provided her meat in the summer and gathered her food in the harvest. Ants don't have anybody supervising them all. Nobody supervises them. What's happening? Your eyes okay? Everything okay? Everything all right? They do their work. You see them moving like that in one logo logo line. Have you seen the one logo logo guys? They'll be going. Nobody supervising them. But they know that they have to go and look for food. They have to see them very busy moving up and down. You see the ants wonder or busy. Yeah, one logo logo line. You must also be somebody who is not supervised, who can do well. Yeah. If we always have to tell you, go and visit. Have you gone to visit? Have you prayed today? Have you done this? This. You, your value is very, very low. Every leader wants to have people that less people that he has to supervise. Yeah. Haven't you seen it that any company, those who are supervised, they are paid less than those who are not supervised. So if that is what it is, then it means that in the kingdom too, your pay is small. If you want salary increase in the spirit realm, you want your salary to increase and your blessings to go high, then become somebody who is not supervised. You will say amen. They have become quiet on me. Yeah. Daniel, you must become somebody who is not supervised. Yes. That you'll be able to do things yourself. You've gone on visitation. You are checking on your sheep. We don't have to ask you, did you check whether today this person came or not? He won't check. How do you expect to be blessed or even go higher. We said this year our, our, our um, desire is to become good shepherds, great shepherds, chief shepherds. The supervision that we have to supervise you, how can you become a good shepherd and a great shepherd? You must be somebody who is not supervised. Yeah. As the next person, are you always supervised? They have to tell you, do this, do that. Have you done this? Have you done that? Have you done that? Some people, you have to ask them, have you bathed? Have you brushed your teeth? Have you poo-pooed? Have you taken your key? Or you have left the key? Eh? You are always, you have to supervise you all the time. It is not a good thing. Not a good thing. When you ask, did they answer you? Because I didn't hear any answer Ask again. Are you the type that must be supervised? If we make a mistake of not checking on you before Tuesday service, it's likely that you will not come. Shepherd service, you will not come. How many of you didn't come for shepherd service the other day? Yeah. Oh, please raise your hand. Yeah. It's because we didn't say come. Yeah. Even normal church service, you won't come. 
How much more shepherd service? When we let you small, go and visit somebody and come. Otilo. <laughs> you didn't come again. We have to say, it's okay, come back. <laughs> Philippians chapter 2, verse 19. Paul was talking about Timotheus. He said, I trust God to send Timotheus to you shortly. I'm going to send him to you. Why am I going to send Timotheus to you? Verse 19. Are you there in verse 19? Yeah. So that I will know your state. Verse 20. He said, For I have no man like-minded who naturally, I will not have to tell him, naturally, he will do it. I don't have to tell Timothy. Timothy, he knows that he has to go and look for the people. He knows that he has to do deep sea fishing. You will see people in the church, shepherds, every time after service, we have said that, talk to two people. Two people, but you see people are standing there. Rather, you are chatting with your own friend. Then we have to come and ask you, have you done the deep sea fishing? Oh, other people are doing it. I don't like the message I'm preaching. But you have to do it. We have to call you. Have you gotten your souls? Get up from bed. Don't sleep. Wake up. You have to pray. Hey. You cannot set an alarm and wake up yourself and pray. Every time we have to call you, you are still a baby. You are still a baby and we are calling you a shepherd. Baby shepherd. Are you a baby shepherd or you are a, a grown-up shepherd? Yeah. We have to ask you, have you had your Basenta meeting? Did you the, 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 every time? Why? Oh no. All work falls into two categories. Supervise our work or unsupervised. There are therefore two classes of working shepherds. Those who need supervision and people who do not need supervision. Which one do you fall in? In every field, the supervised person is paid less than the unsupervised person. Decide to be a shepherd who does not need to be told what to do, when to pray, when to counsel. Your rewards in heaven will even be greater. From today, decide that no one will ever have to supervise you to pray, read your Bible, study, visit, or any such thing. Just do your work without supervision. I didn't hear your amen. amen. Be a shepherd who does not need supervision. Amen. Nobody tells me that I have to pray. I know I have to pray. So I just pray. Become a shepherd who naturally, without supervision, cares about the work of God. I didn't hear your amen. amen. Be like Timothy. That Paul said about him that there was no one like him. He has a natural care for the sheep. He didn't need to be told what to do. It just came naturally. I believe that is the heart of a true pastor or a true shepherd. Yeah. You need to pray every day that, Lord, give me this kind of heart that nobody will have to tell me to do things. I will want to do it myself. Amen. We don't have to be calling you. Have you called the, 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 the other people to come? You must naturally want to do it. Yeah. And the other event. We don't have to call you. Come for rehearsal. Come. Do this. Naturally, you should want to do it. Yeah. And you must graduate to start looking after people. Naturally. Hey. Hmm. From today, decide that no one will ever have to supervise you. In the name of Jesus. I believe we are going to have more unsupervised people. People who are going to rise up to do things on their own. You are going to be one of those people. God is going to stir up something in you. A natural desire, a natural care, a natural love for the work of God. As you work in that natural love, may God use you mightily. 
And may your reward in heaven be far greater than what you are about to have. May God use you in a great way in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet and let's close. Wow. Wonderful. What are the five things that show that you are doing the work of the ministry or that ministry is work? Number one is what? It has working hours. Number two is what? It consumes a large amount of time. Number three is what? It exerts energy and what? Money. How many of you, your money has been going in, visiting people, bringing them? Some of you must bring people in keke and other things. God will bless you for doing that. Yeah. It's the batenta. Batenta. It means that you have maybe our own should be batenta. Because the keke is a ba, ba and ke. Bakenta. Because it's not taxi. Taxi is the tenta or trotro. So keke is a bakenta. Or the pragia is a bapragia. Bapragianta. Bapranta. Bapranta. Lift up your hand and begin to talk to God. Open your mouth and pray. Ask God to help you to be a good shepherd. One who doesn't need to be supervised. Oh, yes. Open your mouth and pray. Pray, pray that you will spend time, energy, money in doing the work of God. You will not have to be supervised. Pray, 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 pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Pray that you'll be a better shepherd. A better shepherd. A better shepherd. A better shepherd. Oh, yes. Pray that God will use you to shepherd his sheep in the name of Jesus. Oh, pray, pray, pray. Open your mouth and pray. Please, two minutes. I want you to open your mouth and pray. Don't be looking around. Don't be staring into space. Open your mouth and talk to God. Everybody, everybody, everybody. Your prayer will make a difference. Your prayer will make a difference. Oh, Lord, help me, help me, help me. To be a better shepherd. To be a better shepherd. To have a natural care for the sheep, oh God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Use me, Lord, for your glory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. A heart for the sheep. A heart for the people. To be able to spend time, energy, oh God. Spend money. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, I don't have to be supervised. Oh, yes. From today, nobody will call me to pray. Nobody will tell me to go and visit. Nobody will tell me to do deep sea fishing. Nobody will tell me to do the work of the ministry. I am going to do it. I am going to do it. I am going to do it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm away. Oh, Lord, have your this is my desire, oh, to honor you, Lord, with all my heart, Lord, with all my heart, I worship you, all I have within me, all I have. Within me, I give you praise. I give you praise. And all that I adore, all that I adore is in you. I give you my soul. I give you my soul. 
for you alone. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm away. Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way in me. Father, we give you our hearts. We give you our souls. We give you our time. We give you our energy. We give you our time. We give you everything, our money. Lord, use it for your glory. Use it for your glory. Help us to be shepherds who have a natural care for your sheep. May we understand that what we are doing is work. You have called us to your work. And may we attend to it like we attend to any other work. We pray, O oh God, that, Father, we will not fail you. That in our generation, we will also do our part to pass on the message to the fourth generation. In the name of Jesus Christ, help us not to fail in this mission. May we make maximum impact wherever we are. May we give ourselves holy, holy holy to this work. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray.